Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Uh, this is Loser Leaves Wrestling, and this is the Weekly Wrestle, episode 14. Uh, Roy and I, we just watched 8 Mile, and we're just really feeling it right now. We're just really, we watched, a, we do, we're doing a watch along on our Patreon for 8 Mile, and uh, the, check us out. Check it out. Check uh, it out. This is Loser Leaves Wrestling. My name is Red Jefferson. I'm here with Roy Hammer. How are we doing, Roy? Hey, man. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Okay. We're doing I feel okay. like the we're both yeah, everything's okay. Um, it's okay. We're both uh wearing the hoodies today because I think we're feeling this weather. I know we're in different states, but I feel like it's like chilly and kind of a bummer where I am and when you are. It's coast to coast. Tony's first one in the chat. Tony. Boom! First today. Tony coming in hot. Tony's here. Coming hot, bringing that heat. Uh this is Loser Lee's Wrestling the Weekly Wrestling. We cover all things wrestling. Uh, in this next hour or so, but you should really check out the hotline uh, if you haven't already. 201-5747-222. A lot of interesting information on there. A lot of interesting information. Leave us a message. Send us some texts. Send us pictures. I don't care what they are. Uh, We had some (laughs) uh, interesting stuff sent to us. Uh, First thing I wanted to mention right off the top, Moe's, a good friend of the show, Moe's. He uh, left us some messages about our uh, phone issues the, the thing is about the phone and having a phone call in, it's not necessarily that we can't do it. It's just too difficult for my brain to understand. Yeah. There's a lot of moving yeah. parts. We have to find a part of our show or one of our future shows mm. where we could have a, a good call in section. But we Agreed. do want you to call in 201-574-7222. Leave us your messages. And we also have to talk about something else later, but we will talk about it, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah, we got some receipts to dish out. We got some receipts. Today. We got some receipts for one special listener, a <laughs> uh, good friend of the show, S, maybe good enemy of the show at some time. He's a good uh, friend of mine. Yeah, he's a good enemy for some. Um, <laughs> Tony says, lose yourself. Yo, yo, listen. <laughs> yeah, that right. We're losing <laughs> ourselves. Losing ourselves in the wrestling. Losing ourselves in the wrestling. Uh, yeah. What are we starting off with today, Roy? I, you know, I think we need to do a very, very, we got a lot to talk about today. So let's do like a very quick um rampage quick thoughts on rampage i thought it was a good show it was a fine show i I thought uh uh sammy versus andrade like i enjoyed it for what it was but also just like sammy was more of a heel than andrade yeah i was rooting for andrade there's that one point when he just did the uh that little turnbuckle sitting thing that Mm -hmm. sammy guvernas and then andrade did his in the middle of the ropes thing and everyone popped because it was just a baby face move to do it's yeah. a heel move for Sammy to do, baby face move for Andrade to yep. do. It's just because Andrade strange. is also just like so much more uh, naturally charismatic. Yeah. It works so much better for him than it does for Sammy. It's a reach for Sammy. Yeah, it's definitely it's forced. Definitely yeah, forced. Forced um, is a good word. Yeah. Uh, what were any top of the head thoughts that you had about? Uh, um, I thought I thought the Britt Baker Thunder Rosa segment was very good. I th- you know Britt Baker's promos are always good, but that was a particularly good one. Um, she had some really good lines in there, and I'm excited for that match. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, I'm excited for that match yeah. as well. Um, yeah, I think also Anthony Bowens is an excellent professional wrestler. He's very good. Yeah, he's, he's very, a very, very captivating. Good. Very captivating. Yeah. Really he grabs your well. attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and he's got a lot of energy. 
Liking that energy. Yes. Yes. Liking that energy. Exactly. Let us know what you think of that energy that he has. Uh, but also let us know by smashing the like button. We yeah. need some more smashes uh, to meet up with the viewer count. That's my goal. my hope is um, we're also going to get a buy-in, a pre-show match for the pay-per-view between Hook and QT Marshall. Yeah, I based just want, on that segment. Honestly, I just would rather Taz versus QT Marshall. Uh, <laughs> I just want Taz to go throwing people around once more. Just once more. Just once more. God, so upset that he never fought Cody. Uh, but that sounds interesting. <laughs> that Hook versus QT Marshall. When is this pay-per-view? This is pay-per-view next Sunday. It's a week from tomorrow. Next Sunday. Oh, very exciting stuff. Very exciting stuff. Thank you so much for the likes. We appreciate your patronage. Sure um, uh, so uh, that's my major thoughts. Also, Serena Deeb, great. Um, oh, Deeb, always great. Always I would great. like to see some oh. Oh, S done smashed. <laughs> uh, S has done smash in the chat there. Uh, we appreciate the smash, but I got to talk to <laughs> um, We have to, uh, but we're talking about uh, Serena Deeb. Uh, I just wish there was a little bit, like, I understand the point of this and yeah. I appreciate it. I wish there was a little bit more advancement in this type of thing. Yeah. Maybe I'm more asking pomp for and circumstance. Soon. Yeah. Make it bigger, make it grander, have her come out, make it, make it feel like she's doing a big, like big celebration after each win. Yeah. Long yeah. celebration after yep. each win or a longer entrance. Like let's really milk this thing. Right. Absolutely. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's going to uh, feel the more you milk it, the more significant it'll feel when it's, when it gets broken. Oh, sure. True. Uh, yeah. Well, let's uh, maybe we should start talking about uh, that's all I have for the rampage, right? Yeah. Uh, the one quick thing that I, I wanted to touch on um, and we can I don't know if this is in your news necessarily uh, is last night was also the return of Sean Waltman to the ring. He fought yes. in a tag team match and it was a good match. Did anyone? Uh, I saw it, and I you was, saw it. You watched it. I, I, well, I watched that match. I don't think that match. Yeah, sure. Okay. And, I was gonna uh, say a lot of the card was pretty he good. Looked great. He did he look. Don't you think he looked great. a little tired halfway through though? Like he wasn't it's expecting. His first match yeah, back. I know. <laughs> <laughs> win. He didn't expect her off the top rope. That was table. amazing. I watched that spot three times because he just so effort. It was just he flew through the air so perfectly, and Brian Myers was also like perfect in that spot too. It was great. I've seen that move done a million times since he's left WWE or like that first time he left WWE. And I've seen like different wrestlers do the X factor, but no one does it like him. The really? way his body moves, even with a regular, it looks impactful. The stupid move looks really impactful. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, excellent job. X-Pac. I love six Pac. I love that. He's called six Pac. Is he called six Pac? Yeah. Well, his trunks that. have like the six ball and then it says Pac on his trunks, which I really like. And he had a I like shirt. the combo. With the six ball and it said GCW on the back, which I also thought was really fantastic. It's great. He may be called a six pack, but he's got a little beer belly. It's very yeah, sweet. A little bit, a little a bit. Little, yeah. A very cute little bit. We have some comments here. Tony in the chat. Now with Cesaro free agent, we might finally get the end of the Kingston versus Cesaro feud from Shikara. Very interesting. We're going to talk about that in just a second. Tony says it was a great feud. Let's look. Well, we're going to talk about feud. that. We're going to see. We're, well, uh, any other thoughts about uh, other things, um, my dogs keep barking. I just want to say real quick, lightning, like lightning. Um, Jacob Fatu is awesome. I'm from watching the whole GCW show. Jacob Fatu is awesome and should be doing more uh, in his life other than MLW. But hey, if you're happy, you're happy. You're happy. Uh, Tony Deppin, Kevin Blackwood, great match. Love them both. You're going to see Tony Deppin tonight if you're still going to that GCW show. 
Um, you, I think Tony Deppin's fighting Thunder Rosa tonight, and you're going to get to see the wonder that is Thunder Rosa live. Um, Speedball Mike Bailey rules. You're going to get to see him tonight too. It's really exciting for me, for you. I'm worried that I'm, I'm only I'm only going to like him because of his name. I really like his name. It's a great name. It's a great name. Speedball great Mike name. Bailey. It's a he's name. he's flashy and he does a lot of like skippy doopy stuff, but he's also like a good professional wrestler. He's British, right? No, he's Canadian. He was banned from America for five years. He just got back into America. What? Uh, he was wrestling without like a, a green card or a passport. Or oh, I kind of like him more for that. He was sneaking into the country to wrestle and he got oh. busted. So he was banned what? for five years. What an underdog story. Oh, yeah. man. Love that. Love that. He's great. He's great. Excellent. Excellent. Well, wow. Wow. Not so us covering GCW and we're covering. And uh, Chica Marks is in the chat. I can't wait. For GCW oh, tonight, I'm going with yeah, Chica Marks and great. Rivers Langley. Rivers Langley of WPW fan, uh, of fame, WBPW wrestling for wrestling fame. Uh, he's the announcer for them, and it's it's sure to be a good show. We're very excited. For it. Very I'm, excited. I'm gonna be watching it. I'm gonna be looking for you. Yeah, I'll make sure my, I'm I'm seen. Um, <laughs> uh, find me. I'll I'll be bald and flailing. Um, let, let's let's start talking about the news. Should we get into the news? Let's get into the news. We got a lot to talk about today. Because Tony gave a little spoiler just a moment ago, but the top news item of the day for me, Cesaro is gone from WWE. Hit that slide there, Tam. Cesaro, uh, Antonio Cesaro, uh, has left the WWE, apparently under amicable terms. Uh, and uh, he's 41 years old. That's not bad. Uh, and he started uh, WWE in 2011. 2011 yeah. and um there's still talk that he could resign um oh it's the the next slide after the aw thoughts uh, the rampage thoughts um yeah that guy <laughs> there he is uh thank you so oh, i'm sorry i'm looking at the past 30 seconds that's the one you're doing yeah great that's a good ignore one ignore my correction because i was looking at 30 Third seconds row hell yeah you guys um, have so, to move so much sorry uh, uh so what are your thoughts on uh uh Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Am I pumped up? I'm so excited on so many levels. There's so much good that can come of this for Cesaro. And the thing is, yes, Cesaro's 41, sure. And that is a little older, like a little older, but but it's a little older for a normal person. Yeah. Not for the Swiss Superman. This is Cesaro's 29. Yeah. Oh, well, also, he's barely wrestled in the last three years. So he's, oh, he's fresh. Good to go. He's fresh. What, you know what I really want for him in like the worst possible way? Moxley and Danielson have their match and whoever wins wins. And then Danielson's like, shake my hand. Like we're pals. And Moxley's like, Ugh, fine. They shake hands. They're going to form a unit false. Danielson double cross beats the shit out of Moxley says, I would never, I would never ever foster young talent with you. I've got a real professional wrestler who knows violence that'll help me foster talent cesaro claudio castagnoli which is by the way a great real name that's his real name claudio castagnoli did you listen to s's voicemail is that what <laughs> s said practically <laughs> let's talk about it we're gonna talk about s's voicemail yes uh, more like hate mail uh we have some comments here uh, Tony says GCW is growing like it or not red. I'm not hating. I'm, I'm going to the show. I'm paying for their program. As is there a death match on tonight's GCW card? Chica uh, Marks writes, we're third row. If someone falls on me, I'm going to let them fall. I'm not going to catch them. I'm not going to catch them. I am an audience member, not a participant. Uh, unless you want me to participate and then I'll get in the ring, but I'm not just going to be your crash pad. Um, 
Uh, Tony says, I don't think so, S, about the G, that card. S says, give credit for your idea, Roy. Props to those who deserve it. Um, oh, props to those who deserve it. Where do we see Cesaro going? Where do we see Cesaro going? Well, you know, Claudio could go anywhere he wants. Um, I would see him going to AEW. I don't see I how, so. with all of these rumors too, I mean, first of all, like, in reality, in the real world, based on interviews and podcasts and things that I've listened to, uh, Eddie, Danielson, Punk, Cabana, like all of these guys are best friends with Claudio. So they're, uh, he's going to get yeah, everybody loves Claudio Castagnoli. He's like apparently a very, very likable, very sweet man. And he's an incredible wrestler who can make anyone look good. So why would you not immediately drop everything you're doing and try to sign him? And uh, some people saying that, uh, oh, Tony has a budget now. I don't think Claudio yeah. is going to break the budget. <laughs> well, I, I wonder, because I think the whole thing is that he left because he wanted he wanted what like Sammy and Kevin were getting and they weren't going to give that to him. So I think hopefully he gets more, but not quite, you know, three or four million dollars a year or whatever. I don't even think he's going to break a million. Uh, I, I think he's uh, I think he, I think what he was disgruntled about is just not being used. He's well, a wrestleholic. He's a yeah. wrestleholic. So give him yeah. that. We're very excited for him. Um, uh, all the monies. Welcome to the chat, all the monies. All the the monies. return of Claudio Castagnoli. Ole. Uh, excellent. We're very excited. John Buseman's here. He's in the Claudio section for life. Uh, yeah. That's what we should we should bring signs when we go to AEW event, Claudio section. Yeah. Uh, that'd be fun. Tony says, Danielson and Cesaro are real close friends. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm excited for the idea of him coming. He's a really good get. Uh, I know we talked about the fact that w, uh, AEW doesn't need any uh, uh, white male performers, uh, they could diversify a little bit, but Claudio speaks seven different languages, <laughs> but Claudio speaks seven different languages. Yeah. If they want to expand into Europe, he's a great get, uh, because he can speak several different languages. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, I just I think, think he's such a, a go-to. Yeah. It's just one of those things where it's like, if you're going to claim that you're a professional wrestling company, then you have to go out and get like one of the most, I, I, he, you said it. He is like, he's the perfect professional wrestler on paper. Like he can have a great match with anybody. He can get anybody over. I mean, did you see that match he had? Was it last year? The year it had to have been 2019, maybe against uh, Mansoor in Saudi Arabia. That guy doesn't know a uh, wrist lock from a wrist watch, wrist watch. And wrist watch, wrist made him watch. look great. He made him look oh, great. He's, he's great. He just does yeah. great work. I just watched today, Daniel Bryan versus uh, Cesaro uh, in March, 2020. Uh, so uh, yeah. like in the the no screens, just in a bare room. Great yeah. match, great match. It was yeah. on SmackDown, um, but uh, very good, very exciting. That's a great way to start off. Let us hear your thoughts on those things we said. But well, uh, next up, a uh, next slide there, Tam. Uh, here's an interesting development: Vince McMahon, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, apparently will have a match at WrestleMania 38 against Pat McAfee. <laughs> against Pat McAfee. Uh, Vince McMahon, 76 years old, last had his match, uh, 12 years ago in a match against Bret Hart at WrestleMania in a lumberjack match, uh, uh, where he just got beat around for a while. He's had a few interactions. He's had a brawl with CM Punk. Uh, he had a brawl with CM Punk back in 2012. And then I think in 2015 or 16, he got frog splash and beaten up by Kevin Owens. Right. Yeah. But he hasn't had any real interaction since. And while I know he's in good shape, man, the guy's 76 years old. I could probably break his wrist. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I mean, he's also going up against a guy who's not exactly a seasoned professional wrestler either. <laughs> um, this guy? He's going to beat the <laughs> shit out of McAfee. 
<laughs> I think this is um this is this is a real like we gotta sell some tickets move. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> I'm buying a ticket. Uh, you know what's so funny is that if you look at like um fuck, it's like the matches I'm most excited for at WrestleMania are like Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn, Pat McAfee versus Vince McMahon, and it's Steve over. Austin versus Kevin Owens. That's like, yeah. I mean, look, the main event, I actually am excited for this Brock Roman Reigns match. Sure, I, I, sure. They've done a good job there, but everything else, terrible. What I wonder, though, if this is going to be kind of like, a, you know, Austin Theory steps in or something to fight for McMahon. I don't know, but like, I, it's like it's a car crash. I can't look away. <laughs> Let him go. Because one of the things is McMahon has been known to really beat the shit out of people because he's not a re- wrestler. McAfee's not a wrestler, doesn't know how to defend himself, and honestly has a quarter of the muscle mass that Vince does. <laughs> he will crush it. Like, I think that Vince is both going to destroy McAfee and accidentally break himself, almost like a battle bot. <laughs> Like I, I imagine him having a big hit in the beginning that destroys McAfee to death and then snaps his bones because he doesn't have the bone density. He just doesn't have it. He, uh, you know, they say you want to go out looking at the lights. Well, maybe this is it for him forever. Ooh. Like this is. You think this is how he dies? <laughs> this is how he dies. <laughs> this is how he dies. We have some comments here. Cheek uh, Mark says, "OMG, you're damn right." What is the record for the oldest wrestling? I think it's Gypsy Joe. It could be Gypsy Joe. There's another wrestler who wrestles. He's a Canadian wrestler. He wears a singlet and he's able to tightrope walk across the entire ring on the top rope. I don't know his name, but he's might be in his eighties too. Interesting. So it was a Gypsy Joe type rope guy and maybe Terry Funk. Who knows? Um, uh, yeah. John Beecher said that, that, that sounds awful. Uh, yeah. But it sounds pretty interesting. I can't help it. Oh, I can't look away. S says genetic jackhammer. Maybe he's going to hit the genetic jackhammer. <laughs> is that his finish? No, that's what he calls himself. But the jackhammer <laughs> yeah. is a move. So I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Calls that the genetic jackhammer. Uh, 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 all the money's rights. What is the buildup story with Mc, uh, McMahon and McAfee? None yet. So the he's going to be, did you see this? He's going to be on Pat McAfee's show on sure. Thursday, which is going to be really I'm, weird. I'm going to see that too. I've never seen yeah. a Pat McAfee show except for the clips of Brock Lesnar. Uh, yeah. But uh, I, I think I might watch that. Uh, but yeah, they're building it up there, huh? I guess so. I guess that's where it starts. We're going to find out. Vince McMahon storming off the Pat McAfee show. I can't wait. It's going to be so silly. Uh, even with his things on Raw where he's talking to Austin Theory. Have you seen clips of that? No. <laughs> I, I've seen pictures and his eyes are like barely open. And he, But his voice, he barely sounds audible anymore. Yeah. Rumbling <laughs> voice. Um, that's all he does. Uh, but we'll see. We, uh, uh, that on radio sounds terrible. Oh, my uh, God. John Buseman writes, imagine if you just ran your company so you built up stars and matches people want to see instead of trotting your old ass out for a match. Yeah, I want to see that, though. No, like, John, I want to see this. <laughs> But John's not wrong. wrong. He's not wrong. wrong, But it's also like wrestling is about, there there should always be a spectacle. There should always be a special attraction. Like a freak show match. Uh, And and Vince McMahon is the freak show match. Vince McMahon's a freak show match, but Ricochet's going to be sitting in catering both nights, not doing anything. Shouldn't have chose WWE. (laughs) That's your fault. (laughs) You knew how tall you are when you signed with the company. You knew. Yeah, but like, Uh, come on. He also has no personality. Oh. Uh, let's uh, says, let's go to Dallas. We can stay at my family's house. Well, trailer, let's stay in a trailer in Dallas. Just crash the party. But uh, one sure. of the thing is Chica Marks. 
we did go to um a, we did go oh, to a wrestling it was god awful <laughs> it was really god awful one of the worst experiences i have had much more fun watching wrestlemanias on my couch than i did fun to... us like being angry at wrestlemania yeah. <laughs> i had fun we were that. also uh, a little uh, a little stirly booty <laughs> uh, um chica marks writes how old was may young that's right she may have Good been question. the oldest she might have she... because she i think she wrestled in her 90s i think she had one in her 90s, 90s? i think she rolled up uh candace michelle for her quick pen um <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tony says Vinnie Mac in a 200 light tubes death match. I would sure. love if Vince McMahon was like, I can't move anymore. Just hit me with a bunch of shit. You <laughs> <laughs> might. Honestly, who knows what this match is going to be like? Uh, S writes Vince McMahon versus Nick Gage. Good Lord. <laughs> they kind of move Lord. about the same. Honestly. Yeah, they do. That's very funny. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do. That's uh, funny. I'm glad you said it. And I didn't have to. All the monies gives a cry laugh emoji. Bless you. All the monies. John Button the abusement monies. says, oops, I fired Shane. I'll do the match myself. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> damn right. That's how it is. That's what he said. And actually, probably that was what the match would be. I, I have a feeling that it was Shane. They wanted Shane for a match at WrestleMania. And Shane wanted Austin Theory and they wanted him for something else. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I also think Shane McMahon's up to something weird. We're going to find out, though. He's just like, I've never seen him. Maybe I just never pay attention. But he's been posting a lot of pictures on the internet recently of him with, like, people in positions of power. Just like, right? Like, hey, here I am with this governor. Here I am with the owner of this football team. But in his association as a representative of WWE. Is that what it is? He's still, these are all international people, it seems like. And he's part of the international part of WWE where he's handling their their outreach. Oh, good Uh, for him. Yeah, so I think he's still part of it. Honestly, he should come back and feud and uh, cause Vince the match at WrestleMania and hit a shooting star on his father. Oh, my God. He's going to break his father's face. As fathers used to. <laughs> um, but uh, any, any other thoughts on uh, Vince McMahon screaming? No, I think it's time to move on. <laughs> I think it's time as well. Uh, next slide there, Tam. Uh, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes has been spotted in the, new, the Orlando area. <laughs> and uh, people are a little questioning about it. Apparently, he's just visiting friends. Just visiting friends in Orlando. I think this is a red herring. I don't think he's going to WWE at all. The longer I've... he doesn't debut, the more I'm convinced that he's probably not going back to the WWE. I think he's taking a break. He took a break from wrestling, and he didn't sign. And Tony Khan's just like, let's make it a contract dispute. Let's call it that. And uh, I think he is, you like that? You like him yeah. giggling? You like his giggles? Yeah. I think that Cody Rhodes is just taking a break because he's been doing a lot and he's coming back to AEW. You could be right. You could be right. I think that's a little thing. You could be right. I think this I mean, is all a work. It all feels just, like a work. I, man, it would be, it would be really interesting if it was. It would be very, very interesting. My dogs are going crazy. I'm so sorry. Uh, it would be, Oh, good. It would be really interesting if it was. And I, I'm the more I think about it, the more I lay up at night thinking about this, the more I think it could be a work. Because ultimately, I just don't believe that he could go to the WWE and be happy and successful. He doesn't want he, it. He doesn't want to go back there. I think I was. But he right. wants the money. I think I was right. I, I think Cody Rhodes. All right, well, we know. Let's not jump ahead. 
but I because really I've think... read some reports and they say that it's it's eerily silent on the Cody front. Like no one's saying anything. No one knows anything. And there's been no advancements to any stories. But that could also be a WWE thing. You know, WWE doesn't bring people on the way AEW does. As soon as their contract is up, boop, you're here. You know, they hold off and they wait for the right time. This might be a WrestleMania thing, honestly. Um, We'll talk about that in a sec. Uh, S writes, Tony buys Ring of Honor and Cody runs it. We're going to get to that. Crackpot theory. We're going to get to that. Um, but uh, yeah, just some interesting stuff. Let's move on. Uh, next slide there, Tam. Uh, this is just some notes from Elimination Chamber uh, that we watched this past week. Brock Lesnar came in at the end of the Elimination Chamber, and he uh, broke down that uh, panel uh, of the Elimination Chamber to get in. That was unscripted. Uh, oh, really? Apparently, yeah, because Bro- uh, Bobby Lashley's opened up and his didn't, right? And so then he th- he thought it was a mistake that he wasn't let in and he smashes <laughs> open and speeds open, speeds up the match. Like the match ended two or three minutes early because he just broke on through. And uh, so it, that that's really the, what is that image? I have no idea. <laughs> that's Brock Lesnar. That's Brock Lesnar. You don't recognize him. Looks a lot like Harland. No, that's Brock Lesnar. That's a, actually a mugshot photo where he was arrested that one time. Oh yeah. Interesting. Um, we have some comments. Tony says, I like that S. We'll talk about it, S. All the monies. Can Cody come back to help GCW? Uh, GCW does need help. You're correct. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. Uh, S says, I hate to say this. It kind of kills me to admit it, but uh, Red might have been right about Cody. <laughs> Red may have been right about Cody. <laughs> I said it. Uh, John Busman writes, if he comes back and goes full heel, it would probably be the best thing for him. Um, Honestly, if he comes back huh? and still tries to be face, I think that's the best thing for him. <laughs> I want to see this. He would get uh, a, a. You think he comes back? You think he gets a massive baby face pop? Um. Are they like, ugh, Cody's I don't back? I don't. That's the great thing about Cody. It's it's it, it, it like I think it's brilliant. Even though I don't think he intended for this to happen this way, I yeah. think he realized it somewhere in the middle that this is this is pretty good for him. Uh, and uh, yeah. So I, I think there's some interesting things, but we're going to say, we're going to say, um, uh, Joe, uh, John Beesman writes Brock J. Leno. That <laughs> yeah, does look like Brock J. Leno. Any thoughts on uh, Brock Lesnar going off script and just uh, entering the cage, whatever he wants. It was actually a cool moment to see him break down. It was that. a cool moment. And I love I that know. he did that on yeah. like his head is just like, Nope, my turn. <laughs> through. I like this baby face Brock Lesnar. I do. I do. It's weird, but I like it. I do too. I do too. It's very, endearing it's very yeah. endearing this big dumb man child um, and then unifying the titles is the right move because you remember when they first did the brand split in like 2002 the heavyweight champion would could go from brand to brand yeah. that's the right move because the, the thing is no one can touch roman reigns and no one can touch brock lesnar so roman reigns has run out of people to fight on smackdown so he should know. be going to both shows to fight people now you think it's the right move I, i'm just confused like then so one channel, one a show is going to have not have a champion. They'll just he'll be on both shows. He'll just go back and forth. That's all. The, the thing is, they they split them up because they're both on two different touring schedules. You know, they're both on different dates for them to do both shows. Like maybe take them off house shows, and then they have to do that. Like, I, I mean, they'll just cut promos. You know, I don't know. It's it's silly. It's, it's silly. Weird. It's all well, silly. Well, we'll all see. We'll all see. Um, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's hit the next slide there, Tam. John Cena's in the news. 
as per usual, (laughs) this fucking idiot. So uh, this past week, uh, LLW, uh, their thoughts and prayers to the people of Ukraine and the people of Russia, because it's a really terrible time to be uh, a person in that area, just living your life and having your government do things that you don't agree with. Um, But uh, yeah, so uh, John Cena decides to make a tweet. And this is the tweet. If I could summon the powers of the real life hashtag peacemaker, I think this would be a great time to do so. Oh, no. And are you promoting peacemaker for <laughs> World War Three? Like, what are you doing? What are you doing, big, dumb idiot? What is he What's doing? he doing? What is he what doing? Is he doing? <laughs> Remember uh, John Cena's old social media where he just posted weird random pictures? Isn't his Instagram still like that? All of his media should be like that. Just post your weird meta uh, inside baseball, stupid. Like, just do that. Shut up. <laughs> Did you hear this? Did you hear anything about that? I didn't. I didn't see the tweet, but like, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. That's a real horseshit John Cena move right there. That's such a dumb thing. So pro Batista. It's oh, disgusting yeah. how pro Batista I am and how Batista's much I want Batista. Man, I, I just want Batista to get all of his roles. Yeah. I want Batista to be Peacemaker. Uh, maybe they'll yeah, switch Batista's out. Batista's not going to do some sellout shit. Oh, yeah, he's not a fucking yeah. sellout piece of shit. <laughs> uh, you're right. That makes sense. Uh, John Buseman lives not like Brock does house shows anyway. And Roman Reigns always does six mans with the Usos. That's true. But um, yeah, but like you see the prop with a wrestler that is there full time. So uh, like, you know, how weird that would be. Yeah. Uh, John Buseman says, ew, Cena. All the money says John Cringe Cena. Uh, John Buseman says, hi, I'm a celebrity who has no connection to the actual world. Yeah, it's pretty uh, tone deaf. Uh, and I feel like John Cena is just becoming more and more of a PR robot. Like, I, I yeah. feel like he's just becoming this weird amorphous. Like, at one point I thought he was a person. And now I'm just like, you're a machine, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, you're- he's the biggest machine of them all, I think. It's Even more machine. so than The Rock, which is really hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. Rock at least has a little bit of pizzazz to him you know yeah rock knows how to like robotically be a human yeah cena doesn't know how to like even impersonate a human being right yeah uh, john cena knows how to humanly be a robot yeah uh, <laughs> um, uh but they're very interesting very interesting stuff um moving on let's go to the next slide there tam let's do it um uh, now it's the end of an era end of an era tomaso champo waves goodbye at nxt he is no longer be on nxt he's going what? to the main roster when did this happen? This past Tuesday. He's fighting on NXT this week. What, what he had this tearful <laughs> goodbye. I don't know. Did Am I crazy? Ha- I, I mean, he's fighting with Braun. You didn't Baker see that against- big speech that he's just like, I love NXT. And he's like, this is NXT. And he's crying. And just like, we are NXT. Oh, it's like very emotional. And they, like, I think he's That's no, a good there's photo. Gonna be, there's going to be mixing around. Yeah. between the brands but like the, yeah. he's no longer be a part of the nxt roster maybe he's gonna finish whatever he's doing with uh dolph or whatever yeah um, but uh yeah he's no longer gonna be there so uh how long before he uh cries and leaves the company well how long do you give it before he just gives up or oh, he's you know. he, or he becomes some sort of someone's butler and he's forced to <laughs> shave his beard <laughs> uh six six to seven days i don't know something do you see any progress? Do you see him climbing no. any? Uh, what's the highest level he could achieve on Raw or Smack? 
he could become like intercontinental champion or something. I mean, Ricochet, really? Ricochet was the U.S. champion, and they've never done anything with him. Like everyone gets a two month run, and then they they lose a bunch of matches while they're champion, and then they eventually lose the title. And he could do something like that. Very interesting. Very interesting. Uh, Tam says WWE Tommaso Ciampa might oh, have said goodbye to NXT in heartfelt promo. Thank you so much, Tam, for backing me up. But then look at the next comment. It doesn't sound like Tommaso Ciampa is leaving WWE NXT anytime soon. Damn it, Tam. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't see this heartfelt promo, so I have no idea. Uh, well, well, everyone should check it out. It's actually pretty good. Pretty, uh, But it's also like, uh, what reason? Two news from two different sources. Very mm. good. Tam, you're doing excellent. Interesting. I forgot to ask you, Tam. Is it possible to record today's audio? <laughs> it might be too late. I uh, forgot to ask that. Uh, but we'll, we'll talk about it another time. Uh, S, you ever see that reality show with Cena, Danielson, and Bella Twins? Cena's a weird dude. Yeah, I remember that. I remember they were him and uh, Danielson. Cena and Danielson were in a wood shopping contest together. Uh, they were in uh, <laughs> we're in Brian Danielson's neck of the woods in Seattle. He's just chopping wood. And then John Cena is doing all these chops and just like splitting logs. And then um, Danielson, he's just like doing like nice little things and has to use two, two hits sometimes. And they're like, they're making fun of him. He's just like, I'm not trying to train. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to yeah. split wood. Uh, why are you making a competition, John? Uh, I thought John, doesn't John Cena have a rule where like, if you got a poop, no one can be in the house or something like that. Does he have a rule like that? I like it though. I think me and him are in uh, simpatico right there. Um, John Busey says probably be cut after WrestleMania. R.I.P. Yeah, he's probably gone. He's probably gone. Deuces he said they're going to offer him a, a coach, a coaching contract. He may take it. If I'm him, and they offer me like an opportunity to just like stay as a coach, I take it because I've had yeah. like if I'm Tommaso Ciampa, I've had like 14 neck surgeries. It's probably good for me to. Yeah, honestly, uh, he's. he's yeah, maybe. In all honesty, it's not the worst move, and you know, uh, to help out the younger guys. And he obviously has a good relationship with the company because he's very old, and they haven't fired him, so they yeah. must like him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. Well, we'll see how this goes. Um, okay. Good luck, Tommaso, on your future endeavors. Uh, next up, slide there, Tam. Um, so to add some speculation, to fuel some speculation to the whole Jeff Hardy going to AEW thing. Rumor has it that Jeff Hardy went on a radio show and said, I'm going to AEW. <laughs> like an <laughs> idiot. Fucking ruins everything. Like a big <laughs> dummy. Um, uh, yeah, but he said that uh, on uh, some radio program or podcast uh, and um, backtracks it a little bit later. Just be like, because he's under a non-compete and he can't be saying this shit. He's just like, oh, this is just wishful thinking. I hope to be there one day. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, so he's going to AW almost certainly. Uh, we're excited about this, yes? Yeah, for sure. Why not? The Hardy Boys deserve one last run and then see you later, you know? Yeah. I uh I still don't know the story here though. He he left a show, he he left a house show, just walked out, and everyone thought he was intoxicated, but in reality, he was just bored and fed up. And then they were like, take this drug text, take this breathalyzer. He took it all, passed it all. And then that's it. So he took it, I think that day or the day before something like that, he took it, a breath, uh, like a piss test or some drug test. And then when he did that thing, like his test results weren't back yet. Right. Uh, he did that thing that night where he walked out and they're just like, you have to go to rehab. He's just like, no, I don't. I don't want to. And then, then because he refused that, they fired him. 
And then the test results came back after saying that he was clean. And so yeah. that's, that's the case. So you think he gamed the system? You um, think he was like, I know if I walk out, they're going to make me drug test. I am going to pass or they're going to make me go to rehab. I already know I'm okay. So I can get out of my contract by being fired by doing this. Bless Jeff Hardy, but he doesn't seem like the brightest bulb. I don't you think, think it was Matt Hardy's that, idea. I don't think he thought that far ahead. <laughs> <I think it's, laughs> honestly, he just thought on a whim and he just did it. And I yeah. think that's the case. One thing I could say about Jeff Hardy, because he's not the brightest bulb in the bunch, what he does, he gives it all every time he goes to the ring. He really sure. does. At his age, he's doing a lot more than anyone should be doing. Uh, and I'm excited for him to have another run with his brother. Matt or Jeff? Uh, Jeff. Jeff. Well, Matt, too. Matt gives it his all. He does. Oh, his limited leg capacity. Yeah. They're going to split one day. He's going to wishbone right in the ring. One leg's just going to fall off and most of the legs going to be the other one. <laughs> oh, um, God. Very interesting. Um, all the money says being the elite, uh, uh, being the elite had a shoot on Jeff with Matt in this uh, week's episode. A shoot on Jeff with Matt in this week's episode. A shoot on with- Jeff Hardy with Matt Hardy in the show. Oh, so they did about a Jeff. bit with Matt Hardy in reference to Jeff. Okay. Okay. All the money's BTE did a bit on drug tests with Matt and the Young Bucks. Oh, that's fun. They made Matt take a drug test because he's been acting erratic. Yeah, they've been doing a lot of that with Matt. I'm not. I'm not so sure how they're setting this up. They're not doing a great job of setting up this Matt Hardy. This. Uh, I don't know. I think they're doing better than we think. Interesting. I like that. That spirit. I like you know, spirit. I I saw a friend, a mutual friend of ours, uh, tweeted this week. He he sent out three tweets all about how he doesn't like AW's booking and their storytelling, and that there's too many people and they need to fire people. I just think it's not as bad. If you're really paying attention and that's not necessarily like a good thing for AEW, but I think AEW does tell good stories, but they need to do a better job of telling good stories to the average wrestling fan and not just to the diehard who pays extra attention, but they do tell good stories. If you're really paying attention. Uh, it depends on the person. Honestly, it depends on the sure. person. And sure. I think it's more a, a product, uh, less a product of AEW and more a product of CM Punk knows how to build his feuds. Uh, Danny Bryson, no, uh, Brandon Danson knows how to build his feuds. This is you also know, like, a point people. that our friend made as well. Uh, yeah, John Buson wrote, they stole his pee. Good point, John. <laughs> Good point. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> being the elite. Being the elite. Oh, sure, sure. The drug test thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I thought that's the point that you said was a good point. <laughs> uh, John Buson says, in KFED, Matt Hardy doesn't flush. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> You're all ridiculous. I have to watch this uh, segment. This seems like yeah, a fun so time. Yeah, so do I. Uh, moving on. Next slide there, Tam. But um, one person that is definitely still going to be in AEW, Brian Cage is still all elite, apparently. What the hell are they doing? Let's say, defend it. <laughs> crackpot theory time, baby. Oh. I, have, I have a graphic set up for Crackpot Theory. I think you're going to like it. Is I think it coming up right it. after uh, the news? Right after the news. We're okay, doing perfect. Crackpot Because my last news has a little bit of that Crackpot Theory in there. Uh, but this is uh, Brian Cage. You see Brian Cage with the glove? Not yet. I will in a second, I'm sure. Uh, Brian Cage has all the power. Oh, uh, yeah. Look he's at back that. In. He's ba- uh, so he's back in. They renewed. They took his uh, one-year option on his contract to keep him around another year. Um, besides what our Crackpot Theory is, like... He's of no use to AEW. This is literally the only possible thing I can think of is our crackpot theory as to why they're keeping him around. 
they're needed. And now it all makes sense. If this is, if it's real, if our crackpot theory ends up God, not you, being crackpot. Y'all better stick around for the next few segments because we got a crackpot theory that's going to knock, gonna your, go knock your deuces out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, everyone. Yeah, so everyone was shocked. By the way, everyone's shocked. No yeah, one believed this. Everyone's just like, "What?" Yeah, Cage is just like, "I don't think <laughs> it was that good." <laughs> he literally uh, hasn't been backstage at AEW in months, and he got his contract renewed. That's very sweet. That's very funny. Uh, we got Mose in here. Mose, Mose. I'm late to the party. You're right on time. Better late. You came right at the right time, Mose, because we're gonna get into the into some good stuff um next slide there tam here's a little aew injury update we've got some injury updates kenny omega um you know, from all the litany of injuries he had knees back hernia uh apparently rehab is taking a little bit longer than expected and it might not he was expecting hoping to be back by february looking later than that um do you think this is just uh this is real or you think that he's actually just taking it yeah i listened to his interview with Meltzer and um the other guy who I really like and whose name I can't remember right now. Uh, Garrett, Garrett, Garrett Gonzalez, Garrett Bischoff, Garrett uh, Bischoff. And um, it was an excellent, excellent interview. Kenny gives some really, really interesting insights to a lot of different things. And boy, he talks about Cody for like a pretty good length of time. And now I'm thinking of his comments and I'm thinking of your theory and like, fuck, it all makes so much sense. It can make sense either way. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I think it's going to be later. I don't think it's, it's fake. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he made an appearance at Revolution next weekend, not in like a wrestling. I don't know if he gets physical, but I wouldn't be surprised if maybe he makes an appearance after the main event with Cole. But um, yeah, I do think it's real because he had COVID for a while and it like was bad and he was down and out for about a couple of weeks. So he had surgery scheduled that he had to then push off because he had that and that put him on a waiting list. And he talked about how there's been a lot more delays for specifically a hernia surgery that he he needed to have. If it also like if you ever get the chance and this goes for everyone who's watching this right now or in the future, listen to that interview. You get a, a brand new respect for Kenny and all of the injuries that he had. And I mean, Red, you know firsthand what it's like to have vertigo. And uh, imagine wrestling 30 minute matches in Japan with vertigo. I mean, that's what he was doing. Throw up. <laughs> yeah. And it, he was talking about how like he noticed that it got bad when he was laying flat on his back. So he would take a bump flat on his back and then turn to his side immediately to try to like alleviate the vertigo. It's crazy to think about really insane. Uh, all the money says if a hernia and considering the workload that will take time, any knee surgery takes time too. Very good point. All the monies. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Mo says, I never thought I'd miss Kenny so much. I used to think he was uh, the personification of cocaine. Now he's the best. Um, honestly, that's very funny. Actually, he does look like human cocaine. Wow. Uh, his hair, his facial expressions, all of it. Very good point. Uh, his body fat all makes sense. Uh, the lack of body fat, the lack of body fat, right? Yeah, the body yeah. fat You're right. Super You're cocaine. Right. And also, uh, just a, a little thing, uh, and Helico uh, should be returning soon from his meniscus and ACL tear. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm excited about that. Don't know how he's going to fit in with the current lot, um, but I really want him to do something. He's young. He's great. He could do a lot. Yeah, sure. Of course. What is he doing? I think, I think he's going to have a really nice home in another company. Uh, oh, <laughs> okay, we're gonna get there. We're getting close. Don't do a spoiler. Uh, oh, actually, one. It's the last. It's the next one. Next slide, there, Tim. So 
rumor around the mill is that Tony Khan has been teasing a huge announcement, a huge announcement. Um, and I guess like, we'll just show this picture of Tony Khan because I already put it up there, but then we should go to the crackpot. The, is it the next one? Crackpot theory, the crackpot theory of the week. Okay. Crackpot theory of the week. Do you have a, a thing for it or should we just, Oh, do I babe? Oh, oh, let's go to that <laughs> one. Damn. Let's go to the crack. This is just a quick picture of Tony looking the way he does and that we should uh, uh, go to the crackpot theory, crackpot uh, theory. when you're ready, Tam. Yeah, there, okay. there he is. But um, Tony Khan has announced that um, he has this huge announcement and he can't share what it is and he keeps delaying what's going on. There's a lot of things pointing to a specific direction and this yeah. might just be us wish casting. You want to say it, Roy? Yeah. You just want to say Tam, it? Just get it. Before, before I jump in, Tam, can you jump to the, uh, I gave you a, a slide that should be labeled uh, crackpot theory. No, he has it up. He has crackpot it up already. Theory. Do you see crackpot it? Crackpot theory, alert, alert, alert. Yeah. Do you see that picture of us? There's a picture of us. Yeah. Look, that's us. I'm covering up the wrong thing. I'm covering up. Woo. That's pretty good. <laughs> Actually, that's really good. That's really good. That's a- okay. Look, this isn't that much of a crackpot theory because everyone's saying it and it's not. And honestly, it was someone, it, it was first time I heard it was from Certified Hustler, a listener of the show. Breaking news left and right, Certified Hustler. But Thank this you, a Hustler, huge announcement you. could really be that Tony Khan is buying Ring of Honor. Now, at first I was thinking Tony Khan's buying the Ring of Honor tape library, starting his own streaming service with Ring of Honor, AEW, and potentially PWG because of Excalibur. And you never know what else they could come with that. But the more I think about it, they're loading up this roster, like loading it up. Fucking Brian Cage and Helico and Jack um, Evans. That Those are just two examples. But like there's so many wrestlers on this roster, they could take Ring of Honor and run it as a separate promotion. And now this is where the crackpotness comes in. Tony Khan is not that much older than us. He's probably he's within a decade older than us. I don't even know if he's in his 40s yet. So he was, you know, very much a wrestling fan and very much a WCW fan. And he was very much in tune with the newsletters and all of the news that was happening when WCW was being purchased by the WWF. And when that was happening, the plan was to run WCW as its own separate brand. Shane McMahon was going to run it and book it. And that's how it was going to go. And poor little sweet Tony Khan wrestling fan heart was destroyed. His heart was destroyed when that didn't end up happening. And he swore to himself in that moment, when I become a wrestling owner, I'm going to buy another company and actually run that as a second brand. And that's what he's going to do with Ring of Honor because that's what's good for professional wrestling. And Tony Khan's going to do what's good for himself and for professional wrestling. And the WWE Network wasn't perfect, but it was a hell of a lot better than Peacock was. And the Peacock deal hurt wrestling fans. Well, Tony Khan wants to do something to replace to replace the hole, the is, WWE network size hole in the hearts of wrestling fans. I want the coffee that you get. Uh, I want, the, because one of the things is I believe, I, I, well, I agree with everything you said. I agree with everything you said. I think that Tony Khan um, is going to do the invasion, uh, uh, do the, if he does it, the invasion angle, right. Uh, I do also think that R- Ring of Honor would be less of a second brand as much as it is a feeder system. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like, like, uh, it's what ECW. NXT. It's what NXT should have been for the WWE. Yes, yes, a hundred percent. I do, and I do think that Cody Rhodes is a big part of this. I think Cody Rhodes is going to be something of an 
a, someone running the show, and it's going to be a part of storyline, but it's going to be that. I think he's going to be Khan. Ring of oh, Honor. He buys Ring of Honor, and then the next week, Cody announces that he signed a new contract with Ring of Honor, not with AEW, with Ring of Honor. Yeah, or or he went underneath Tony. He went underneath <laughs> Tony, and uh, there's a there's a TK on the line, but it's the knowing <laughs> Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Something he just steals yeah. the Shane McMahon. Yeah, uh, the, I and think- this and to, to play into that even a little bit more, Jonathan Gresham was backstage last week at AEW, sitting down with Tony Khan, and Tony Khan's like, "You're our world champion. You're it. You're our champ." And and over. And Ring of Honor is supposed to be coming back in April. They're supposed to, and they've been dead silent. They've only they've announced been, one match, and it involves only, Jonathan Gresham. And also, there's a ring, a Ring of Honor Hall of Fame. And who are the inductees? Daniel Bryan, CM Punk. It really feels like they have all the tools there to run it. And then Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe is going to be an announcement that he's going to be a part of the company. Like it's, it's just so. going to happen. I think he. I think. Jonathan Gresham beats Bandito and becomes the unified Ring of Honor champion, and his first opponent is Samoa Joe. Ooh, that'd be pretty great. That'd be pretty great. Let's I talk about think- some of these these comments. We have a lot of comments here. John Musman says Tony Khan is actually going to control your narrative. TM, <laughs> <laughs> have you watched that, John? Tell us what you think of it, um, John. Yeah, I think he told us last week that it's it's pretty lame. Oh, it's pretty lame. Oh, okay, I forgot what. It was. Mo says, rolling your own streaming is way too tricky. Need a, a known service to bind with. Uh, that's possible, but I do think uh, the Ring of Honor just being a separate entity is very interesting. Uh, Ring of Honor is the NXT of AEW. Yep. That's, that's yep, what it could be. It could that's be. What it could be. Tony says, Tony Khan loved the CZW versus ROH war. Uh, that's another good point. I do see some interpromotional stuff, and that's a great way to build pay-per-views. All the pay-per-views, the four of them they have a year, can be uh, like... Back and forth, like, oh, yeah. this person, there's this person. That'd be great. You could do anything. Um, Tony, uh, uh, most says Cody is the Triple H of Ring of Honor. That's what I'm seeing. Yeah. That yeah. Is what I'm seeing. He wants to book. Great. Go book Ring of Honor. Because Tony Khan can't book fucking two different promotions. He's got enough on his plate with AEW and he trusts Cody. Yeah. He trusts Cody. He trusts them. He trusts Brandy probably too. Like, they probably could do a good job of help run the show. Um, all the money says, I just want to see more Briscoes and we will, we're going to get all the Briscoes that we want. Oh, it's going to be raining in Briscoes. Uh, we're going to get, uh, Mark Briscoe, Jay Briscoe, Jack Briscoe, Jerry Briscoe, all the Briscoes <laughs> are going to be there and we're going to all have fun with them. Most says Briscoes are persona non grata AEW at the moment. Uh, yeah, they're never going to be an AEW. And that's the thing. Once Tony Khan buys it, you know what? FTR versus oh, yeah. the Briscoes. No Back problem. And Back and forth. Anytime. We're excited for it. This is big news. This is this is it. And I'm telling you, this crackpot theory that y'all think is so crackpot, I don't think it's so crackpot. We'll uh, see. We'll find out on Wednesday how crackpot we are. What we should do, when next time we have a crackpot theory, we should uh, take our faces on green screen and put them right over our bodies. And so we're just talking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a lot of fun. I was just thinking about that just now. Um, but that's what we do. We have fun here. Great, great crackpot theory. Great, That's great, uh, great everyone. Theory. Sound off for Roy with his beautiful illustration there. Very, very good. Uh, we got S saying Briscoes versus FTR and ROH pay per view. Just hook it to my veins, dog. WrestleMania weekend that might go down. Might go down. They it asked, down. so I listened to. Oh, we could take a second to talk about this. This isn't a crackpot theory, but I just want to take a second to remind the world that Shawn Michaels is a piece of shit. Yeah, sure. Um. 
but on Dax, when Dax was interviewed by uh, Renee, at the end of it, Renee was like, what's the deal with you and the Briscoes? And he was like, they got to pay us. They got to pay us and we'll do it. Well, somebody's got to pay him and it might be Tony Khan. Tony Khan, man. And I don't know if Shawn Michaels is an asshole uh, as much as he is. Uh, I, I, th- I think uh, uh, he's just a wrestler, which is inherently asshole. Uh, I feel like that's the that's literally uh, from what I read from that. And also, uh, I literally a story right after that from a WWE writer, a former oh, yeah, creative person, yeah. just being like, "FJR is a piece of shit too." Like, I just yeah. I'm just trying to do my fucking job, and they're avoiding and making fun of the shit I'm doing. Uh, S says, "Control your narrative." Is having Austin Aries wrestle. Aries is cancer for being a creeper, and he's also an anti-vaxxer. And also, he's not a good person to work with. Uh, remember what happened with uh, Johnny Mundo? Uh, oh yeah, that's right. The Impact title, and he just no sold. Yeah, uh, he the beat Starship. the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah he no sold it. Uh, uh, the his move uh, after winning the title, and he just like he's just yeah. a shit. He's just a fucking. Shit. I I, I would just like him. to point out real quick about that Shawn Michaels Dax Harwood story is that it's not so much that Shawn was like a, like kind of being two faced and weird. It was that afterwards, no one thanked them except Shawn Waltman. Shawn Waltman always a professional. Yeah, Shawn Waltman's we all have. Excited for his uh, his new return. Uh, hope more comes of it. Um, any other things to add to the crackpot theory before we move on? That's it. That's the crackpot theory. Okay. I think what this if, could be the greatest thing that's ever happened. We'll find it out. It could be the greatest. Or we could be terribly disappointed because Tony yeah. Khan just bought an arena football league. Right. Right. That's what I was thinking. It's like Tony Khan just like opened his own performance center or something very disappointing. It's something very dumb. We have the AEW Hall of Fame. <laughs> And we are inducting Sting. <laughs> <laughs> if they did that, Sting would be a member of three Hall of Fames. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Plus the uh, Cauliflower oh yeah. Alley. Super impressive. <laughs> oh my god, the accolades. <laughs> Jesus. Maybe four. Sting might be in the wrestling. I think Hall of Fame. honestly, I think also that Sting was uh, a did wrestle on an and independent at one point, so he could be in the Indie Hall of Fame too. <laughs> It's very interesting I, because like it's I, open for everyone. And that's nice. We love those participation. Programs. I, I, hate um, this. I'm so uh, proud of you. Let's, let's, what's our next uh, segment? I, I don't, re- I actually, I don't, Tam, is the next segment, uh, the receipts? I think it's the receipts are next. Yeah. So. Yeah. Let's go to the receipts. Uh, thank you so much, Tam. Um, we're cashing in. We're cashing in. Uh, I got a little beef to pick with our friend S here. By the way, thank you again for all those who sent pictures and texts and uh, voicemails. Please send more to Loser Leaves Wrestling, the hotline. Uh, with also a special news for you, but it's 201 574 But uh, sometimes we get a, a voicemail that's just egregious. And it was, this one's from S, uh, uh, sweet, sweet S. Left a loving voicemail that cut, cut off at the three minute mark. Uh, <laughs> and, and he said, he was just trying to call attention to the fact that he loved the Eddie Kingston promo. And he the loved best. the Chris Jericho promo. And he thought it was the best stuff since sliced bread. He also did mention um, something that you mentioned earlier about uh, Claudio, uh, uh, Claudio coming in and teaming with Brian and then they both have young boys underneath them. And that's, that's their stable. But uh, besides that, which he was correct on, that's a fun theory. You trying to say that, like, that was a good, I'm sorry, rewatching it. And I rewatched it. It is clunky. It is chunky. It was better the second time I watched it. It is awkward. (laughs) It is uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. in the like, like it looks like two people that forgot their lines trying to get out of a segment. 
And then like Jericho just kept saying the same thing over again. And honestly, one thing that S said in the, the voicemail, he's just like, yeah, he's a, he's a thug. And the reason he didn't hit Jericho is because he was saying it was an underachiever and it was hitting uh, uh, Kingston in a specific way. That's why he didn't fight because he's, he doesn't want to be a thug or something like that. Jericho's in his head. Is, but he said, your father and your uncle are failures. You are, that is warranted punch in the face. You look like a weenie. And he even you said, don't, don't look go like there. a weenie. Don't, don't, go there. <laughs> don't go there, all right? No, I, because I might <laughs> say it again. If you're not I think careful. he said, no, I think he said, be careful. Be, be careful. careful. Be careful. <laughs> because if you keep saying my father is a failure, I'm going to keep asking why you call my father a failure. Uh, John Buston says, oh, that's why Tony resigned Cage to keep him away from uh, sin. Go create, uh, create your narrative. Or <laughs> uh, smart. You keep him away from that. Yeah. Um, but uh, I hear yeah. that's where Cody's going. Yeah, that's wherever. If this Ring of Honor deal doesn't work out, Cody's going to go control his own narrative. And Jackson Riker's going to be there. Drake <laughs> Drewitz or whatever the Drewitz. All of them. All of them are going to go there. They're going to have a fun time just hugging each other. I think uh, John, a gentleman, John Gallagher, is going to be Jack Gallagher, is going to be there. Uh, a whole bunch of them. Uh, the ghost of Tom Billington's going to be there. He's going to be their GM. Uh, they're going to have a fun time. Fun time and control your narrative. Run by such great people. Braun Strowman in his meat castle, just fucking late. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> S, come at me. S, come at me. Send out. Oh, the concept of Billington. It's just a spooky guy. It's a spooky guy. It matches. <laughs> uh, all the money says Kingston killed it. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. All the money's. We're going to break this down. We're going to break this promo down as a, like a podcast exclusive. We're going to play the audio and we're going to talk about this because it needs to be broken. We need to talk more about it. We need to be able to pause it while it's happening. And I can explain my perspective and you can say that it's not right. It's just so clunky. It's so clunky junky. I love you all the monies. Thank you for participating. Send us a voicemail with your thoughts. Uh, Call the number 201-574-7222. But uh, you're all wrong. You're all wrong. And uh, Nassi, this pa- Nasty Martinez, who was in the chat this uh, Wednesday, agreed with me. I'll have you know. And so um, did Joe. So did Joe. Good old Joe. Good old Sam. Hi, Joe. Cooking there. <laughs> you're breaking kayfabe. <laughs> I'm not breaking um, kayfabe. You're trying to. Yeah, uh, you're playing kayfabe. inside baseball. Uh, <laughs> you're trying to shoot. What's the baby face? <laughs> um, but thank you. Uh, so, anything else? Anything else we have to cover? The- Do you have a receipt that you have to give out? Um. No, not yet. What's grinding your gears? What's really sh- uh, what shifting you cha- to third? What's, what's chaffing me? Uh, I, I had I forgot some stuff was, but um, I don't know. You know, you know, Jr. It's wrestling. Have fun. You know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Jr. You gotta have fun. You gotta have, to have fun. Have as much fun as uh, Eddie Kingston is having when he's forgetting his lines. John Buson says, "Oh, Joe agreed with you. You must be right. Thank you so much, John, for agreeing with me. I appreciate it." Moe's triple dog dare. Uh, you all are being ridiculous. Uh, oh, and uh, S says, I want a three-hour podcast of you discussing breaking down that promo. Deep dive. Yeah. I, I wonder what the thing is. Uh, bless all of you because you want it. But one, I don't think anyone wants to hear that promo again. No one wants to hear that again. I, I want to break this down. It's crunky, junky, spunky, dunky. They're all uh, marble mouth. They don't know what they're saying. It's hard to watch. It, it, is, it is Kingston at his most human. And that's why it's great. There have been so much better moments. With 
Yeah, sure, but like polished at prepared most human, moments. At his at most the, human. His least performer, most human. Yeah. Yeah, least performer. I agree. Least entertaining. <laughs> I agree. He was uh, very entertaining. Any other uh, segments we got going? On? Yeah, yeah, we got. Uh, we can you, um, Tam? Can you go to the next one? Uh, we're going to talk about wrestling video games real quick. Oh, wrestling video game segment. Yeah. This is a new segment. What, do this we have a name a for se- it? It's just called wrestling video. It's a one-off. We're not going to do this often. But I got to thinking when Cesaro became a free agent. You know, every now and then I will. Uh, my brain will slip into thinking about the future AEW console game that's coming out. That's very secretive. No one knows anything about it. And uh, I started thinking about like rosters historically from uh, all these other old wrestling games. And for you, oh, Tam's got it pulled up right here. I'm just going to skip right to this. Oh, no, he has the video games one up now. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. So this is just uh, the intro slide. But of all the wrestling video games you played, do you have like one that sticks out to you the most for like best roster? Honestly, I loved Here Comes the Pain. Yeah. Yeah. Here comes the pain. Yeah. Had the best roster. It was the first one that had graphics that looked semi good. Mm-hmm. Because right before that was just bring it, and yeah. just bring it was a little bit rough, and it had a very limited roster and the worst season mode in any SmackDown. Well, it was real quick. Very right? quick. You real could only quick. unlock Spike Dudley, Tajiri, and Fred Durst. Yeah, and Jerry Lynn. And Jerry Lynn, maybe. And Jerry Lynn. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, Tam, you go to the next slide now. I got to thinking about what an AEW roster would look like, and I broke it down. And on this next slide, you're going to see 100 wrestlers from the AEW roster and affiliates. Because as with every modern wrestling game, there needs to be legends. And sometimes legends can make or break a video game. And surprisingly, the AEW legends roster, pretty interesting. If I do say so myself, let's uh, take a look. I think it's up now. And the other thing to think about too is: Have you ever played a wrestling game that has like great tag teams that you're excited about? No, because this this will have a deep tag team division where you can have some fun tag team matches. I'm more curious about how because my whole issue with tag team wrestling in any video game has always been is the worst worst match type to play. Mm, yeah. It was the least fun to play in a tag team. You always wanted to be a part of the action. Sometimes you had the you had the option of letting your computer control the other guy. Sometimes, yeah, right, right. Uh, right. And I like that a little bit more because otherwise it feels like you're just tag. Like it just feels weird. It's never felt right. You, tag team wrestling has never felt right in re- wrestling games. Well, that's really interesting. That's also really interesting. So if you take a look at this slide, I mean, look at this legends. Look at this. These are only people who are in some way affiliated with AEW or have done one-off appearances for them. Bret Hart was on their very first show. Sure. So maybe Bret Hart does. I mean, Owen Hart is legit. That, that Owen Hart's could... definitely going to be in. Owen Hart's definitely going to be in. The first five, uh, the, besides Bret Hart, the, the Sting, Jerry Lynn, Dean Malenko, Taz, Brody Lee, Jake Roberts, all these make sense. Rock and Roll Express, Onita is interesting. Because he was, he made that he made a video because he couldn't come to America, but he worked with them when planning the uh, exploding barbed wire death match. And with Kenny, his ties to Japan, the fact that a Japanese company is working on the creation of this video game, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw some Japanese Suzuki too. Suzuki, Suzuki's a good one too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Then the tag teams, they do have a a loaded tag roster. Loaded tag roster. Loaded um, uh, women's division, uh, surprisingly deep. Uh, you know, sometimes you just forget that they have this many people 
Right. And they just don't use them. And the um, other thing is, well, yeah, a lot of these seem like fun video game, like to play at, like to play as deep in a video game and like stretch people. That sounds fun. You know, to play as, as Jade and just throw people around. Sounds like a good time. I love that you separated young guns and others from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Very interesting. Very really interesting. interesting. You, really uh, interesting. You, oh, yeah. You got the whole thing. I wonder. Then, uh, yeah. Well, I was going to say, and then you can also do now you can do like Tully and Aaron versus FTR in a video game. Like, that's really exciting. That is Rock and Roll exciting. Express versus FTR, the Young Bucks versus the Rock and Roll Express in their prime. Like, there's I'm, a lot of fun dream matchups you can put together. Is Could this potentially be the best video game roster ever? No, no, no. I, I, I feel the best video game roster ever is probably the, any one of the newest editions of the W2K series. They have the best rosters because they have such a, an infinite amount of people that are then downloadable, that are then uploadable. You know, like, it's infinite. This is a great video game roster for a first shot. This is a great video game. This is probably the best roster for a non-WWE video yeah, game. But WWE video games are are ex- immensely, uh, like, uh, just such, so deep. So deep with uh, uh, the amount of people they could have. Okay. You hate that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, but, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Uh, but Kenny Omega just did say, there was a, a news update about that. He said he's going to have some footage out soon and probably some new people announced. He wants, he, they want to take their time with this, but he also wants to give us something. So apparently in the next couple of weeks, we're going to hear some more information, maybe see a video yeah. gameplay, which I'm yeah. very excited about. Did you, have um, you seen the little bit that they've shown? Like the little yeah. bit? Yeah, it's good. it looks good. It looks cool. It looks good. It looks cool. Um, we have some comments here. Um, promos and fights need give and take, need heart and direction but feel real and imperfect. Jericho calling himself the big one. How Kingston now has to win this, but it will take control. I loved it. Bless you. I, well, I'm not trying to take away from the fact that y'all love it. Y'all obviously loved it. I just feel it was incredible. For my tastes, very uncomfortable. And uh, I felt it was, uh, it felt lame. It just felt lame. It felt like a, 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 turd, in the, a turd in the bathtub. Um <laughs> All the money says it's like when Miz went off on Daniel Bryan. That is different. That is completely different. That is that was a golden moment. And honestly, what was great about it was it was passionate. It was real. It was uh, it was literally just literally him getting shit off his chest, which was amazing to see. This was kind of like a half planned, half not planned. There was definitely cues involved that were missed. Uh, it went too long. That Miz moment was perfect because it wasn't too long. It was all real. He wasn't being repetitive. He was just getting it out. We can't compare the two, right? Can we at least I, agree I, with that? We can't. Yeah, compare the I two. mean, also like from a significance standpoint, I mean that launched the best three months of Mrs. Career. Probably the only good three months of Mrs. Career, in my opinion. Uh, Mo says, "I want this game so bad, but Roy may be hitting on it. The roster for AEW getting finalized is making me nuts. I really like WWF Warzone." Uh, I actually, I remember Warzone, and I remember being pretty disappointed with that game. <laughs> you, you ever? There's, I think that was Attitude, but Warzone had Beans mode. Do you remember Beans mode? Beans mode. <laughs> you, I started. This is real. You would like, you know, because every wrestler would have like a phrase. Like all I remember is the headbangers would each say, "Oh, I swallowed my tongue ring," when you would hit them hard. <laughs> but you hit them hard. He would say, "Oh, I swallowed my tongue ring," and then he'd fart. 
It was beans mode. That's what it was. <laughs> That's what it was. That's pretty cool. Actually, I might want to check that out. Uh, as says, all the money gets it. The payoff of Eddie is beating Jer- uh, is uh, Eddie beating Jericho. It's him overcoming this whole fear of success thing. You understand the story. I don't have a problem with the story. I don't have a problem with the story, the feud. Uh, I'm not going to have a problem with the match. I'm sure I'm going to love it. I think this was just a bad way to putting it together. Uh, Moe says, Danhausen is missing. Shame on you, Roy. Good point. Shame on you. Good point. That's 101. You put Swerve and Claudio in there. They're not even on the roster. And you <laughs> you forgot uh, Danhausen. Well, I guess Tony Khan has forgotten Danhausen, too. Well, uh, he, he, he was on Rampage. What? He was on Rampage. Who? Danhausen. Was he? I missed it. Yeah, you missed it. Hey, I missed it. Yeah, he came out from under the ring. Or yeah, was, he was like a cameraman or something. He cursed again? Max Caster. I have to see that again. We'll check it out. All the money's Young Bucks said from the beginning, best tag team wrestling in the world. Uh, yeah, I think AEW has some of the best tag team wrestling. In the world. I'm not going to deny that. Uh, All the money's yes. They sold the match. I think Ooh. it's best that we move on. I, think <laughs> I literally saw my on. brain with that eye roll. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, excellent job, Roy. Excellent job breaking down this video game roster. I'm very excited for it. We're all yeah. very excited for it. I think it's interesting. Um, I think you should move Vicky over to the Legends category. Um, yeah. She's going to be a... Yeah, that's my take. Yeah. Uh, you, y'all go to do a deep dive vid on this promo versus others. We'll, we'll see. We'll see all the monies. We'll find out. We're going to... I agree. I agree. Right. All right. Well, every week... Uh, Tim, you can move to the next slide, which is the final slide of the afternoon. Uh, every week, Red and I put our heads together and we each decide to induct a new member into the LLW Weekly Hall of Fame. And this week, Red, you're going to like this graphic that I put together. I'm, I'm psyched on this wait. graphic. I can't wait. Um, wait, here it comes. Here it comes. I'm well, excited to show you. I'm, I'm it, Drum roll. <laughs> 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 That's good. That's very good. Oh, God, Red, I hate that facial hair. <laughs> I love this. one of my favorite pictures of us. I don't this like picture is like seven years old. Um, Red, do you want to kick it off with who you're inducting? Obviously, uh, I think it comes as no surprise that this week's inductee into the Loser Leaves Wrestling Hall of Fame uh, did, did a tremendous job this week of, uh, of stretching their character, stretching their character to places it's never been, and honestly, throwing the entire wrestling world for a loop as to where it's going to go. Not in a while have we been this invested in a program. Uh, and I would like to formally induct as part of do you want to do induction as well? Or is this good? Should I keep going? You go for it. I got, you know, I'll throw a little on there. You got to formally induct Maxwell Jacob Friedman to the LLW Hall of Fame. Congratulations. Way to go. You did a great job. Yeah, uh, I is just, there a, you know, should, did we cue a slide for the, is there Max? No, it's just this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Hall of Fame. That's just it. us in there. Us, babe. <laughs> as, as you walk into the Hall of Fame, just us sitting there and Sue is just welcoming you. That's I have an idea that. Fit, by the way. That was I have a, that's, that's my grandfather's bow tie. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm I just, wearing, yeah. yeah, I just want to take a shout out uh, to uh, another uh, fellow Jewish human for really setting the world on fire. Uh, I, it was, it was great to see. Um, yeah, it's incredible that these guys have arrested, already wrestled a 37 minute match and I'm even more invested now than I was Can't before. Wait. Can't yeah. wait. Can't see, wait to see where it goes. Super invested in this program. And I think they're both going to come out great for it. Um, yeah. very excited. Just very yeah. excited. 
Um, but wow, everyone give a, a hoot hoot for MGF for doing such a great job this week. And give a hoot hoot for Roy with all these amazing graphics that he's pulling out of his butt. Uh, great job. John Buseman says, um, if uh, it was anyone other than MJF, I would have been pissed. Us well, too. Yeah, we would have been mad at too. ourselves. And honestly, we would have been mad at the LLW uh, HOF uh, committee that chooses these um, because it's not up to us. It's selected by a committee of peers. Uh, yeah. and that's why it's legit. Uh, all the money says MJF clap, clap, clap. Excellent job. Excellent right. job. Uh, uh, MJF will be getting a plaque in the mail uh, to commemorate this. Who was last week's? I forget who the last week's again. Uh, Brian Danielson and um, Thunder Rosa. I think it's Santana. Santana? I think okay. it's Santana. Okay. I don't know. Who Santana, knows who's in the Hall of Fame anymore? <laughs> Santana was the uh, first and last ever LW heavyweight champion. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. We're, we're figuring it out as we go. Thank you all so much for watching. This has been Loser Lee's Wrestling. This is the Weekly Wrestle. This has been the Weekly Wrestle. We'll continue to be the Weekly Wrestle. Uh, episode 14. Be back with us next week for uh, uh, Weekly Wrestle 15. Um, but also check us out this Wednesday for more Dynamite reviews. That's right. right? That's right. It's going to be big. We're going to be discussing Tony Khan's big announcement that he's going to have on Dynamite. Will our crackpot theory prove to not be so crackpot? after yeah. all yeah maybe our crackpot theory is less crackpot and more pot crack i don't know what that's <laughs> or maybe there's no crack at all maybe, maybe it's just there's no pot. crack maybe it's just a regular old pot good for yeah. the stove no crack in it you could cook with it um, cook with that pot. uh s says good show today fellas the best pod in wrestling bless you s bless, bless you tell k we said sup give your call tell sup k uh give your calls to uh 201-574-7222 thank you all so much for joining today have a great night yeah. Let the world know too. Yeah, know? let the know. Let if the you, world know. If you run into a wrestler in the airport, take a picture with him and tell him about LLW. Or <laughs> yeah. we'll take a picture of him and send it to us to 201-574-7222. We want Twitter wrestling picks for content. And thank you so much, Mo's, for sending uh, as Mo sent. Uh, I'm going to post it later. Um, uh, wrestling action figures. Thank you all so much. Have a great day. This is Red Jefferson, Roy Hammer, and Tam. Bless Tam. Everyone bless Tam in the chat before I go. Bye. Four, three, two, one, exit. Bye. Ole. 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 Ole.